We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look to what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. This week is all about the new year. It is our annual New Year's special where we'll be talking about everything that happened during 2023 and showing you what's in store for 2024. But in case you missed it, last week we talked about Venus entering Scorpio as well as this week's New Moon and Sagittarius. We just talked about it last week so we could do the New Year's special this week. So if you want to know more about the New Moon and Sagittarius, then listen to last week's episode before diving into this one. And just to give you a heads up, next week we will tell you everything you need to know about Capricorn season and how it affects you. And with that being said, let's get into it. 2023 was an eventful year. We had big societal changes. We had eclipses. We had retrogrades. Just to recap, though, starting with some of the big societal changes you experienced and went through, this year, Saturn entered Pisces. This started on March 7th, and after Saturn entered Pisces, it brought a shift in terms of our structure, discipline, and responsibility. Pisces is often linked with intuition and empathy. So when Saturn entered Pisces, it did bring about some changes in regards to our spiritual discipline, our ability to be compassionate with others. It also allowed us to place boundaries and at the same time find a balance between structure and the imagination. It encouraged us to be disciplined with our artistic endeavors. And overall in society, there was a shift towards embracing a more compassionate attitude. The next big societal change that we experienced in 2023 was Pluto entering Aquarius. Pluto entered Aquarius on March 23rd, and it was there until June of this year. Just to give you a heads up, we will be experiencing Pluto and Aquarius again next year. More on that later in this episode. But this year, there were a lot of changes in society and technology during this time because Aquarius does deal with those themes. Aquarius also does deal with our friendships and parts of our social life. So that could be another area that you experience a lot of changes in your life this year. 
And then next, the North Node entered Aries. This happened on July 12th, which did bring a shift in our eclipses, but more on that in just a moment. After the North Node entered Aries, you might have noticed that there was more of a shift towards self-discovery and individuality. The North Node represents the path that we are headed on, and since Aries is a very independent sign that likes to take initiative, you might have noticed that a lot of new projects started in your life after July 12th, and that'll be a theme that will continue into next year too. And then the last major change that we saw on a societal level began on May 16th when Jupiter entered Taurus. Jupiter is a very positive planet. It brings expansion and good luck to your life. Because Taurus is an Earth sign, you could have seen a lot of growth and changes happening on a physical level there also could have been more of a focus on taking care of yourself and doing things that you enjoy and then for the eclipses we had our first round of aries and libra eclipses we had a solar eclipse in aries on april 20th and a solar eclipse in libra on october 14th The solar eclipse in Aries could have brought about new beginnings. It was a time for starting new projects. As I mentioned, Aries is a cardinal sign that likes to take initiative. So lots of new beginnings around that solar eclipse. And then the solar eclipse in Libra might have brought a focus towards our relationships and our creative side. We also had eclipses this year on the Taurus and Scorpio axis on May 5th, there was a lunar eclipse in Scorpio, and then somewhat recently in October, there was a lunar eclipse in the sign of Taurus. The Taurus and Scorpio axis really emphasizes finding balance between the need for stability and consistency and change and transformation. This was the end of the eclipse cycle happening in Taurus and Scorpio. So this year we closed out that cycle and we already began the next cycle, which is Aries and Libra, as Jade just mentioned. Now for the retrogrades, there was quite a few notable ones. The first one wasn't necessarily a full retrograde that happened in 2023, but We did enter 2023 with Mars retrograde in Gemini that started in 2022 around Halloween and didn't end until January 12th in Gemini. So slow start to the new year. You might have noticed that your physical energy and motivation was not as strong as it normally is to start off the new year. But for the most part, that was only two weeks out of the year. But it did happen. You did experience that. So that's why we're bringing it up. This year, we also had Venus retrograde in the sign of Leo. This began on July 22nd and ended on September 3rd. While Venus was retrograde in Leo, this was a time where we were really reflecting on our relationships, self-worth, also creativity, and our passions. By the end of this retrograde, you might have felt a bit more confident in yourself and able to fully express yourself after having that retrograde period to really look within, reflect, and reassess the way that you are presenting yourself and interacting with other people. And then, of course, every year there's always multiple Mercury retrogrades. I'm sorry, but that's just a fact of life. 
similar with how Mars was retrograde in Gemini in the first few weeks of the year, there was also a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn that was taking place during the first few weeks of the year. That did not end until January 18th. So if you noticed those early weeks of January in the new year, it was hard to communicate with others. It's because we entered the year with Mercury retrograde. All of the Mercury retrogrades this year were in Earth signs. So although there was a lot of reflecting and miscommunication happening, you might have noticed some practical solutions or some tangible ways in which the retrograde periods have affected you. After the Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, there was another one in the sign of Taurus, which began on April 21st and ended May 14th. This retrograde was more focused on slowing down, taking time to yourself, and focusing on the things that make you happy. Then we had a Mercury retrograde in Virgo. This happened on August 23rd and went until September 15th. This was a very classic miscommunication-filled Mercury retrograde since Virgo is ruled by Mercury. You might have noticed that there was a lot of desire to reorganize things in your life and to revisit some of the projects that might have needed a little bit more revision and fine-tuning. And then the last Mercury retrograde of this year happens in the sign of Capricorn. This retrograde begins on December 13th. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, you might still be experiencing this energy. Mercury will retrograde from the sign of Capricorn into Sagittarius on December 23rd. And it will finally end on January 1st of 2024. So this is an energy that will be here with us until the end of 2023. Since we talked about this early in a previous episode, if you want to know more about what you can expect, listen to our episode about Mercury and Capricorn for more details. And now let's take a look into the future. 2024, what are some of the big things you can expect? Starting with the big societal changes, we have Pluto entering Aquarius once again. This happens on January 20th. It's important to know that Pluto will once again retrograde and then retrograde into Capricorn on September 1st. Pluto will re-enter Aquarius on November 19th and it'll stay there for a long time. So you'll have your second taste of Pluto and Aquarius January 20th until September 1st and then it'll, like I said, stay there November 19th. Now with Pluto and Aquarius, what you can expect Pluto is all about transformation, and since Aquarius deals with innovation, technology, and typically progressive ideas, you might notice there's going to be a lot of big changes in those areas. We're already starting to see the rise of AI and other technological innovations. There's going to be much more technological advancements happening in the near future, It'll be interesting to see what exactly comes up, but all I know is that the digital age is very much here and it's going to be very prominent in the near future. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now, we don't usually talk about Chiron on this podcast. However, there is a really big day that happens next year that we did want to mention. On March 5th, the North Node will be conjunct Chiron. This is an aspect, so it just happens once at exactly 6.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The North Node represents our direction in life, and Chiron is all about healing. This is a very spiritual and transformative day so you might find that that's a very intense day or that the days surrounding that day are very intense there will be more of a focus on spiritual growth and healing it can come with some challenges however even if it brings some challenges in the moment it is a day where by the end of the year you might look back on and see why those changes happened or why those adjustments happened or you might realize that you had a really big realization around that time. Now Jupiter does a lot in 2024. There are literally multiple Jupiter moments to pay attention to. In my opinion, Jupiter is the star of next year just because of how much it's doing. The first Jupiter moment that occurs is Jupiter's conjunction to Uranus. This is happening while Jupiter is still in Taurus on April 20th. This conjunction can bring a lot of unexpected and expansive developments. Since Uranus is the planet of the unexpected, Jupiter's all about growth and expansion And this is still happening in the sign of Taurus, which does involve things like our finances, things relating to nature, things related to our comfort zone. You can expect there to be a lot of progress, sudden breakthroughs, and maybe even innovation when it comes to those affected areas of your life and in society. Jupiter will sextile Neptune on May 23rd. This is a positive aspect that's going to bring us a sense of inspiration, idealism, and also compassion. It's bringing out all of the positive aspects of Neptune and expanding on it. And then Jupiter will enter Gemini. This happens on May 25th. Jupiter in Gemini might emphasize communication, learning, and just overall the exchange of new ideas. After Jupiter enters Gemini, there could be an increased level of curiosity and exploration. You might notice in your personal life, you're more motivated to learn new things, to maybe read, write, and just overall share our ideas. It'll be interesting to see what happens after Jupiter enters Gemini because there's also quite a lot of aspects Jupiter will make to some of the other outer planets when it's in Gemini, which we are about to discuss. The first aspect that Jupiter makes while it's in the sign of Gemini happens on June 2nd. Jupiter will be trying Pluto. This is a positive aspect. And again, Jupiter will be expanding Pluto's transformative energy. This will be a good day for reflecting, looking within, and also being resourceful. Then Jupiter will sextile the North Node on July 12th. 
This sextile can bring a lot of opportunities for growth and expansion as you are following your path. If you notice that while you're working towards certain things in life, that new opportunities are presenting themselves, it might happen around that July 12th date. The last big societal thing that happens will be Jupiter in Gemini square Saturn in Pisces, which happens on August 19th. This is the first one of a three-part cycle with Jupiter square Saturn. Squares do bring about some tension. So during this time, Jupiter's positive expansive energy will be challenged by Saturn's practical and disciplined energy. So you might find that around this time, there are a lot of ambitions and goals and aspirations that you would like to be working toward or have been working toward. And then Saturn is encouraging us to slow down and to focus on in the moment practical actions or solutions. The next time that we have this square after August 19th will be when Jupiter retrograde is square Saturn on December 24th at the end of next year. Since this is a three-part square, there is one more moment where Jupiter will square Saturn, but it's not until 2025. And by then, Jupiter will have entered Cancer and Saturn will have entered Aries, but we'll talk about that this time next year since it's in 2025. But did want to mention it since we did just say it is a three-part square. As we mentioned, with the North Node still being in Aries for 2024, you can expect for the eclipses to still be happening on the Aries and Libra axis. There's a lunar eclipse in Libra on March 25th solar eclipse in Aries on April 8th and a solar eclipse in Libra on October 2nd. The eclipses in Aries and Libra can highlight themes of our relationships, finding balance, and also at the same time pursuing self-expression, taking initiative, and new beginnings when it pertains to our identity and our expression. And then there will be a lunar eclipse in Pisces, which happens on September 17th. This lunar eclipse is going to bring a focus to our emotional selves. It's a really good time to find healthy outlets for your emotions and to enjoy creative experiences. It's also a good time for meeting yourself and others with compassion and understanding. And every year, there will always be retrogrades, including multiple Mercury retrogrades. The first one that you'll experience in 2024 is a Mercury retrograde in Aries that happens between April 1st and April 25th. The Mercury retrograde in Aries can bring some challenges when it comes to how we express ourselves. It is a great time for reflecting on our self-expression and it's also a good time for reflecting on any areas of your life where you, you feel you could be taking more initiative. And then there will be another Mercury retrograde that starts in the sign of Virgo on August 5th and then switches into Leo on August 14th. When Mercury retrograde is in the sign of Virgo, that is the only time it's retrograding in an Earth sign because the rest of the year Mercury will be retrograding in a fire sign, Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. 
While Mercury is retrograde in Virgo, there will be more of an emphasis on reflecting on Virgo themes like perfectionism, planning, and being detail-oriented, also communication per usual because Virgo is ruled by Mercury. When Mercury switches into the sign of Leo, there will be some shift in the energy where there's more of a focus on self-expression and identity during that time. This Mercury retrograde will end in the sign of Leo on August 28th. And then the last Mercury retrograde of 2024 that you'll experience will happen in the sign of Sagittarius from November 25th until December 15th. Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius can bring themes of introspection when it comes to our belief systems and the philosophies that we like to hold as true. Since Sagittarius also does deal with education, you might be reflecting on some of the lessons you have learned, whether it be through something like school, online courses, or just through life in general. And we end the year with a Mars retrograde in the sign of Leo. This begins on December 6th. At the end of next year, we will be slowing down to reevaluate our ambitions and passions in life because Mars does deal with the way that we go about doing things and taking action towards our goals. The retrograde period is going to ask us to take a step back for a moment, reevaluate and find a plan. It also can have us reflecting on our leadership skills, what kind of leader we want to be, how we inspire, how our actions affect other people. As Mars is retrograding, it will eventually change from Leo into Cancer, which happens in January of 2025, which we'll talk about again next year. And that is a wrap for our New Year's special. While this may have been our New Year's special, we are not quite done discussing what is to come. Next week, we will be telling you everything that happens during Capricorn season before we take our end of year break. So if you want to stay in the loop with us and what's to come, make sure you're following us on Instagram and or YouTube at BLME The Stars. That's all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye!